Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with Casey. It's been a while. It's been sucked away with the coronavirus and stuck in our houses. But uh, so what we're going to do now, the advent of the Zoom and things like that, is we're going to do Coffee with Casey live from certain locations. Um, today, uh, we are at Basin's on Church Street, and we're lucky enough to have celebrity chef and uh, an owner of Basin's, Patrick Basin, here with us. And we're going to go over a lot of things. I want to get really find out more about Patrick and Basin's and the history and what he's what they've done for the coronavirus. Now, this all follows on our theme of this month, which is the kitchens of Vienna. We have we have sold a lot of big houses in Vienna. They got some beautiful kitchens. We have the best photographer ever. And so we've got these great pictures of of these wonderful kitchens. We put together a brochure, we send out to 3,500 people in Vienna. Patrick was nice enough to give us a, uh, uh, a quote of what his perfect kitchen would be. Um, if, he, if he had his choice, what his perfect kitchen would be. So today, we're going to interview Patrick, and we're going to go over basins and things like that. So welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Casey. Man, it's great to have you. I'm, I'm going to start just by saying that, you know, I've, I've lived in Vienna since 1962, and I think that when you opened up basins on Church Street, it, it showed that Fine dining has come to Vienna. That great atmosphere, that wonderful, you know, five-star feel has come to Vienna. So, uh, and I think a lot of the affluence is is because people started gathering around. So, I want to congratulate you on your success. How long have you been? Have you been? We've been here almost 15 years. It'll be March 10th. Yeah. And uh, you know, my wife and I, we knew, uh, we knew, we both worked in the area, and I was a chef in D.C. And everyone said, you know, why are you going out to Vienna to open up a restaurant? My wife worked at the Galleria, and I said, Dude, I know there's a lot of affluent people. I know there's a lot of educated people. And I go, and there's no good restaurants out there, or not restaurants that are contemporary enough for, for 15 years ago. Right. And so we so we took a chance, and uh, the first day we opened up, we had 180 people that walked, we just opened the doors, and they just walked in, and fortunately for us, they've been supporting us ever since. Yeah, yeah. And so where, did you, where were you a chef before you came here? Before I came here, I was at the Occidental in uh, Washington, D.C., which is the second oldest uh, restaurant in D.C. I was a managing partner down there for about 10 years. Okay. Uh, I worked for the Oliver Carr Company, and uh, they were um, they were tremendous people to work with. Yeah. And it was funny. I was in Chicago at the time. I was a corporate chef. My wife and I, um, we wanted to move back uh, to, to, to this area because, you know, we were starting start to think about family and right. stuff like this. So I started interviewing coming back to D.C., and I interviewed with the uh, Oliver Car Company, and and, uh, and I get get on the phone. I took I get on the phone, and they Julie goes, "Well, how are they? You know, what kind of people are they?" I go, "They're really smart. They're business people." But I go, "I don't know if they're restaurant people." Right. And my wife goes, "Look, let me tell you, you work for a lot of nice restaurant people. Yeah. And why don't you try working for Let's a business work for person?" A business guy <laughs> <laughs> and really, this is why you have partners because it's really the best decision I ever made. Because right. from there, I learned how to do things the right way. I always do things the right way, but Learn to, you know, find my business talents. standpoint yes. just as much as the food standpoint. And that's the biggest problem with chefs. I mean, that's why you see a lot of great chefs that go into business and they can really cook. You, yeah. you know, chefs don't go out of business because they can't cook. They go out of business because they can't manage yeah. their time. Yeah. You know, manage their people. And it's a whole different dynamics. Right. Um, well, how many, you, you've got a pretty big staff here. How many people are on your staff? Well, presently we have staff of 28. Uh, before COVID, we were at 42. Um, but I feel very good about the, 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 28 that are with us. Right. The other 14 have gone away for different reasons. Right. Um, 
So, you know, and, I, and that's, again, that's a tribute to the, the Vienna community who's still supporting us through this time. And, you know, it's, I used to tell my mother, all right, it's week two, it's week three, it's week four. You know, now I don't even say it anymore. Right. This is a long haul. Well, you know, for some uh, businesses, um, having benefits. So our business has benefits. Yes. And our sales are up. You know, even though Vienna sales are down, our sales are up 20, 30%. And there's certain things that we've done, like Zoom, and, and uh, that I think have enhanced what we do. And then there are other sectors that got it right in the kisser. And the restaurants probably were the hardest hit of anybody. Um, I'm sure Julie's had, and you've had some sleepless nights over what are we going to do? How are we going to keep this sure. thing going? How, you know, we got big bills. And, and uh, I think, you know, we kind of look back and say, what came good out of this coronavirus? You know, out of what happened? And I will tell everybody that if you have not been to Church Street and Basin, what they did was they opened up a whole back uh, parking lot. Yes. Would you paint the whole parking yeah, lot? Yeah, you know. Fortunately, I, was, I have a good uh, landlord. His name is Steve Cotton. And he really, um, you know, he has an he investment. Stepped up. He yeah. stepped up, he and he has up. an investment in us, as we have an investment in him. And he really helped us. And it's fortunate that he builds homes too. Yeah. And he uh, he knew how to the paint and knew how to put the, the, the right. acetate on the floor. Right. And, so and he did all the whole back area. Yes. That's been really. Well, Casey, I'll tell you the truth. Without that, it would be very hard to do what we do. And, and, and the reason is, is, you know, we have a patio, it's roughly 55 to 60 seats. And now I can come inside and I had to cut that by half. So now right. I'm at 40, 45 seats. Right. So really my restaurant hasn't changed. Right. Which I still have a hundred seats. As long as the people come, I still have a hundred seats. Right. But now you have an outdoor area that we didn't have before. No, I we mean, didn't. Oh, it's awesome. It's, you know what? It's, uh, Every night, my wife goes, well, let's go somewhere. I said, where do you want to go? Somewhere we can eat outside. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like yes. come on, you're killing me, man. Well, we don't have outside seating, but now we kind of do. Now we have a lot of different choices. Yes, and, and it's great. I mean, for the, for the whole community, but for, you know, for us, I mean, I would say 95% of the customers says this can never go away because it looks like a beautiful Italian piazza outside. Uh, it's covered up. It's you know. The, you know, some people throw up tents and throw up picnic tables and say that's outdoor dining. It's not outdoor dining. Okay, yours is an outdoor experience. So thank you. this is you feel like you're still in, um, you know, a very top-notch restaurant when you're sitting outside with all. The, I mean, the tables are very nice and the, the whole setup is beautiful. So, you know, those, are, co those are COVID expenses. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Well, but, you know, the one question that we're all hoping for is, please, for God's sakes, who we got to talk to and keep that open? Because if we look at it and say, what are the benefits of the COVID? Well, if we could have, I feel like it's a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. If we could have this and have that, that would be awesome. <laughs> We'd rather not have just this or that. We'd rather have this and that. So can we keep that? I mean, Well, we're working towards that. Um, the, you know, there's a, there's a couple of things that are that could be in the way for us, but... Uh, you know, we're, we're talking to the right people and hopefully, you know, we're, we're, we're really featuring this as this is an amenity to church street in the town of Vienna. Right. Because normally Vienna doesn't have as many outdoor seatings as normal as we do today. Right. Um, I used to belong over to Westwood and they have, they have a great patio out there. Sure. Um, but you also have to belong and pay to go there. Right. Here, this, this has come out and, and it would really go along with the theme of church. We want to build a walking street where people are going to shops and restaurants. Right. And, we, you know, we want more restaurants and more shops, and we want this to be a bustling street, which it has. I've been here for 15 years, and 
I believe at the time I might have been the first or second restaurant on the street. I, on this know, street. I mean, before you, we had Bonarotti's. Bonarotti's. Well, yeah, but that was done. Oh, no, there. no. That's, you yeah. know, this is, this is kind of lighting up church trees, what you guys did. Yeah. You brought in, you know, then you This would be shop. the north end. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have the north end. <laughs> but, um, but, so, you know, we're hoping that as the COVID winds down, that we can keep that. And, and yeah. the outdoor dining, I mean, you know, people would rather sit outside at the Vienna Inn, have a pop outside, and have sure. the chili dogs out there and sit in, you know, sit in the inn. So we're hoping a lot of these things will stay once, once all this is over. It'd be fantastic. So let's go with the theme of, of what this um, of, of what this is. Now, you do a lot of catering. Yes. I mean, Julie is, Julie is an expert on keeping us apprised of what houses you're in, and you're doing these big catered events. Uh, whether it's uh, Christmas stuff or Thanksgiving, you know, whatever. Yes. Um, spectacular kitchen. So you've been in some of Vienna's great kitchens too. Yes, we've been very fortunate, you know, for 14 and a half years. Uh, I always talk, tell my customers, I tell my staff, I said, we got the best customers in the country. This is like Beverly Hills customers. Like, yeah. These people, and the reason why they're best because they everyone likes what they like, which is great. Right. And as long as we provide what we told them that we we're, we're selling, they're the happiest people in the world, right? And they're they're, they're genuine. They want to know who they want to know where my staff's from. They want to you know they want right. to know more yeah. details than just coming out. Well, because this yeah, this is local. Yeah. Everybody likes you know. This is why we're doing what we're. And doing. this is why we, we want to know who people are. We wanted a neighborhood place. Yeah, and that's our that's that was our number one goal. But you've been in some pretty spectacular houses. Are most of them yeah. in Vienna? Well, or? no, no. I would say eighty percent, ninety percent are in Vienna. You know, wow. the, the great thing with Vienna is is. Um, there's a lot of new homes coming in yeah. um, that are being built up yeah. and everyone uh, is building these fantastic kitchens and pantries and, you know, wine storage closets. Right. And, and, you know, like I always, when I, for me, myself, I always like two coolers. I like a cooler for, you know, wine and champagne. <laughs> and yeah. then I like one for beverages, you know, I mean, right. nowadays water used to be soda and all that, but those, those days are gone. <laughs> well, let's, talk about, let's talk about what you would want. If, if, and again, I want to talk two things. One, these big, beautiful kitchens, not everybody can afford those, but I want to talk about what would the perfect kitchen be. And then I want to talk about what people can do to their kitchens or useful effectiveness they can of, of you know, guys, you know, that don't have sure too many dollar homes. Right. Okay. Right. People that don't have too many dollar homes. So first of all, let's, let's talk about that perfect kitchen that you said. Okay. And I know that you had said, you know, you like the big sub-zero Sub-zero refrigerators. Well, the, the reason why I like them is just they, they, they seem to hold the most yeah. most stuff and biggest a lot capacity. and biggest capacity. And a lot of times when a caterer goes to a house, especially me, I do more boutique catering. Mm-hmm. Um, I generally have to use the refrigerator sometimes right. when I bring myself over. Right. Um, and sometimes you go to a, a place that's a little bit smaller and it's all cramped in and, and there's no room and right. now I'm removing stuff from their stuff to put my stuff in. Right. And, um, it just... You know, it just makes it easier. So when you think about and it makes the it size, easier to clean too. So when people are building a house, they think about the size of the refrigerator. They shouldn't think of their everyday use. If you're going to entertain, you want to have a big refrigerator. I think you do because you're, you're you know if you be those times. if you have those type of houses and stuff like that, you're you're, you're going to be entertaining. No one wants a house yeah. just to look at all day. Right. Have fun. Oh, you're out of boys over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So. So you will be entertaining, I mean, whether you want to cater or even if you're cooking yourself. Yeah. You know, you're going to need the room to the capacities to have your pots and pans and 
and then also the capacity to put your food someplace. And the second thought is if you have not enough room for that big one, that's something out in the garage where you can get a good size, Absolutely. go for size in the garage. And a lot of times when people are picking houses, we're always looking at oversized garages. Where's the where's the refrigerator going to go? Right. So if it's 20 by 20, there's no room for an outdoor refrigerator. And that's a problem. That is really a problem. Yeah. So we're always looking for depth when they're building their house. That's depth true. Of the, of, and at least room in that. In that um, and, and space is a, at a premium here. In Absolutely. But we still need it deep enough so we can get refrigerators in there and storage in there and things like that. Well, now that you said that, it's... Um... The, the ones that do have outdoor refrigeration really comes in handy. And, yeah. and maybe that becomes your beverage cooler. Right. You know what I mean? At least you're removing stuff out of the main one. So you right. have a, a other area to go. And especially you have like birthday cakes and all these big things, big things that, you big know, flat, flat or, ones that are going to come out. Yeah. yeah you got to be able to slide that in. So, and you also had mentioned the, the ranges and the stoves. And let, let's talk about that for a second. So you've got gas and a lot of people like cooking with gas. And I think you had mentioned a wolf range or something like that. Yeah. Well, I like wolf. The reason why I like wolf, I, I've worked on the, the fancy dancy ones from France and you know, right. other ones that people get into their homes. And the real, really the biggest problem I find. By the way, fancy dancy is a technical term. <laughs> 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 you That's can quote right. that because fancy dancy. <laughs> but right. it's, uh, you know, the, the problem, and you'll find this hard to believe, is that they, they don't even actually know how to use their ovens. Because yeah. I go there and I, I, I don't, I'm not going to just hit burn. I click on. Yeah, and they're like, I don't know how to use this myself. And I'm like, why do you have this in your two million dollar house? Because right, right, right. <laughs> I, I think it has to be lived in all of this. And um, so I, I, I believe in America. And also for, you know, people don't think about parts and getting it fixed and stuff right. like that. Yeah. You know, when you're buying American products, it's a lot easier to get your parts and really get your rooms. One reason here I was going to put Jade, which was a Japanese equipment. Um, 15 years ago, but I went, I went with Vulcan because my electrician told me, so don't get it. it was you wait two weeks for a part yeah. because you get Vulcan, I'm here the next day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those, those kind of things, you know, I'm, I, you know, in the restaurant business, we have to be practical. Not just name it. Make Can't be all fancy dancy. <laughs> Can't be all fancy dancy. <laughs> so let me ask you about, so some of the newer uh, ranges that they have, have the electric ranges, have the what, what do you call them when they've got um, immediate uh, heat and all that? Um, the um, you uh, induction heat. Yeah, like yeah. That? Do you find any of the electric is up to the top of the gas? Me personally, uh, I would always stay with gas. Right. And, it's, and it's a funny, the house I live in now, I moved in five years ago. And um, so I would be 53 at that time. It was the first time since I left my parents' home that I had gas. Yeah. My wife and I, or myself, I always live in high rises, so they never, they always right. have electric. So I became pretty good about electric. But um, is there that much difference? There's a huge difference. Okay. I mean, because you get the instant, you know, the, the, the instant heat right away. Right. I have a black steel pan that sits on my uh, uh, on my stove at home, um, and it never comes off. So that's you know when I clean it, but it's always there. I turn it on, and it's hot in thirty seconds. Turn it on, and you're good to go. And I can crisp up anything I want. Yeah, I'm crisping up skin on fish, or you know, my steaks, or anything like that, or yeah. even nice vegetables, you know, shallots and garlic. Well, let me ask you this: as a steak guy, yeah, are you in the black skillet for the steaks, or are you uh, in the outdoor grill? I don't hear you have to do it really in a skillet. You know, 
you know, sear it, sear it, they, you know, put it in the oven. And we have a grill here, too. You do? So, yeah. Um, but actually, for myself, because uh, my daughter and my wife don't eat a lot of meat, right. if any at all. Right. So I'm usually, if I have meat, I'm usually cooking a steak for myself. So yeah. I always use the skillet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for me, I, and if I did went outside, it would always be a charcoal grill. That's for me. Charcoal grill. Yeah, I like the little Weber charcoal grill. I know there's some nice ones. Uh, there's links. I heard yeah. it's real nice. It gives yeah. you the infrared. Yeah. Actually, I turned two of my friends on to that. Okay. Who um, live in McLean and live also here. So in what is it? What's it called? Links. Links. It's L Y N X. L Y N X. But it gives you that infrared steakhouse. It's yeah. up to like 12, 1400. Yeah. Um, but you really got to pay attention. Know what you're doing. I cooked over my. Friend's house with it. It's going to cook pretty quick. Gonna cook quick. You, don't wanna, you don't want to start off with the prime meat. So maybe on the first time. Yeah. yeah. You got to stay right over it. And, um, but I, I, sh I showed him how to do it and we got a nice beautiful shot. Yeah. He thought I was actually burning it. And I said, we, we, we got it going. <laughs> I like the skillet. I mean, I'm a barbecue guy. The skillet like for me is, especially that black it's skillet. Money, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if money. you want to cook a little hamburger. Sear three, sear three, stick yeah. it in and see in about six minutes. You can cook a hamburger and your onions on the side. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, I don't want to get into too much of it, but we do a skillet. You put a lot of water in here. You're constantly. No, I, no, actually, with the black steel, you use uh, minimal oil. Minimal oil. Uh, um, okay. I usually use butter as a finishing. Right. Sometimes you can brown up. I uh, use the brown butter part, so yeah. it's a little bitter. But I use, you know, I use extra virgin olive oil on everything. Some people say just use it as finishing. But let me tell you, you know, I, Olive oil is very expensive, I know, but you have it. Right. Use, use, it. It. use it forever. Not the vegetable you know. oil, just for the Yeah, it's, it's 100% better butter. for you. Right. And, 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 if you're going to splurge, splurge on the olive oil. And splurge on yourself, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> we're, all, we're always That's giving. Right. We're always giving to everybody. That's what you're saying. Well, Julie, your daughter, don't eat me. It's like, what does that mean to us? I, mean, I know. It's for steakhouse, man. <laughs> you know no, I, mean? I know. Yeah. So let's go back in the kitchen real quick. Uh, yes. Other things when they're doing it. So gas, definitely gas. Not the electric. And then... Um, you know, a lot of times when you're entertaining, too, day to day, you only need one dishwasher. But when you're entertaining, you need to be flying things in and out of there, right? So yes. you need two dishwashers if you're really going to be in there. Actually, I would say nowadays, the 70% of the house I go into have two dishwashers. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because, again, they're buying a house and anticipating entertaining, too, obviously. And, um, right. So, they think about what they want to put in, make sure it's easy as possible for them or for catering that's coming in. Because, um, you know, it's a great thing, again, about this customer. I'll go back to the customers. You know, I go to all these people's houses and they're all big and grand and everything, but the warmth and gener you know, generosity is, is really, it's really what makes this area. You yeah. know what I mean? I grew up in New Jersey and a little bit um, I know, I was not, not a New York Yankee. Not, not as, uh, can't, it's not as nice. Perfect example is, you know, in New Jersey, and I saw my mother who lives up there. She's 92, and a brother yeah. and sister. You know, we're at 60% business here at, at, at Basis. I right. Mean, but, you know, we're, we're still surviving. We're still kicking. Yeah. But I've talked to friends of mine up in New Jersey and New York area. They're down to 10, 20, 15%. And, you know, it's just like, and, I, and then I look at Julie, I said, well, we should be pretty, we should be thankful. Thank where we're at. Let's yeah. just get through this. Yeah, this, and that's our whole goal right now. Because yeah. we just want to get through the other side. Because um, we, we, you know, you got to believe in life. You got to believe in yeah. humanity. And I think it's right. going to come back better than it ever has. I think people are going to be cooped up for a long time, and they're going to continue to be cooped up for a long time. So when the time to go out to restaurants and right. 
and go out to Tyson's corner mall and, and start having entertaining. And, and the good news, uh, Patrick, is that there are people who are coming out because of COVID. You know, it's not because they're in a recession or a depression. I always say, you know, people go, well, how's the real estate market? I said, that's pretty simple. If the builders are eating at the Vienna Inn, we're in a bad market. If they're eating at Basin, we're doing good. So, real simple. Go to Basin. You see any builders in there? Life's good, yes. you know. And if, but if you see Dennis Rice and uh, and Seekins and all these guys having chili dogs, I've had lunches you might have There's six or eight of them all here at the same time. <laughs> they're all looking at each other. Yeah, so, so, the money is there, and I think the business is good for most people. And uh, it's just a function of getting everybody out of the house. I agree with you that it comes back bigger and stronger than it was before. I think the economy is fine right here. We're not we're not taking bolo punches, even though you know our restaurants are getting crushed and you know some some other businesses, retail is obviously yeah. sort too. But uh, I think you know money is still there. The, the wealth is still here. People want to get out of the house. It's just a matter of they're pretty concerned right now sure. over and and just so everybody knows, we don't want to get any tweets or Facebook or anything like that. We are six foot two inches apart from each other. We don't hear any of that stuff. We don't need to wear masks. We're in good shape. Um, so, um, so anyways, I wanted to. Uh, did you have anything? Let me ask you one thing about the catering. Yes. That's probably taken a bigger hit because people aren't. I mean, uh, we came in and had a big deal when Michelle got married. Uh, over here, and I think that's the first time I've seen my family. Yeah, it was Monday night. In six months, and Julie, I, yeah. I haven't seen you, and she's my right hand. I haven't seen my right hand in, I don't know, six, seven, seven months. Yeah. So, are you getting anybody coming back? Any families coming back, oh, or, or parties coming back, or, or catering coming back? Uh, I would say, see, see, being a smaller boutique kind of catering. Yeah. To really work with the, the bigger caterers that do 100 plus 200 300 yeah, people yeah. they're having a hard time obviously right um but i would say in the last two three weeks i've done like six seven catering parties oh, good. um so how's and you've got uh basins next door basins next door yes and that you know i i have over the last six months i probably had three or four parties in there but they're starting to come in you know they're, they're starting actually to book for december and october and november because People believe and they want it. They're going to still need to entertain. You got the holiday yeah, season. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and so what's your safety protocol when you, what are the safety things that you've had to do to your restaurant to just make it a safe Well, one thing we've done that's most, you know, probably the most important is decrease the size of the restaurant. Um, we have sanitizer stations all over the restaurant that, that help out. Uh, we do have signs that, you know, you have to come in with a mask into the restaurant to sit down, not to sit down and have dinner, but to come in um, before you sit down because it's important that we keep our staff healthy, healthy right. too. And, sure. uh, and they wear a mask all the time. Um, and then, you know, having, uh, you know, I, believe it or not, I bought the little um, the little wipes they use for when you go to a rib place sure. and use them on your hands. So yeah. I have a sanitizer block uh, right there on it so that, you know, no one can, so no one's filling up tight. If you fill up tight, something like that. Right, you know what I mean. Right. They don't have to look around where the sanitizer stations are. And is it what's the protocol when your waiter comes to your table? I mean, should we go like this? Should we well, put our masks on? It, 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 it's funny. I went out to um, these and 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 here at our restaurant, um, we don't ask you to put that on. Right. The waiter, he stands. He's not hovering 
over right, here. Right, they do come back, and then they put your tray out. Well, we have to take our stuff off the tray, I guess. But then I went to um, Washington, D.C. on Saturday, or not Saturday, but during the, um, during, on Sunday night, and they actually asked us to put our mask on while you were talking to the waiter. Right. So, you know, there, uh, there's, a, there's different protocols going on in different areas and stuff. Um, I think just being, you know, making sure that we're conscious and, you know, we're in different times where our customers have to be just a little bit more right. conscious. I know this is, you know, I tell everybody, this is entertainment. That's what the, you know, that's what the restaurant business right. People, especially in a town like in Vanna, because this is not an expense account area. This is right. real money. This is people working and making hard money. Yeah, you're putting money. your own credit card down. That's right. In, in D.C., where I worked for 25 years, you know. Expensive. Yeah, expensive. Everything. So, um. You know, we, we, we really uh, take that into consideration. Yeah, because I noticed that when we're here, the staff stays far back away from us, and Clay comes out and takes things off of it. So we're really not close enough, but I just didn't know what the protocol was, you know, whether they feel more comfortable if we put our mask on while they're taking off order, because, you know, we don't, we don't want to violate the protocol. We don't no, want to, no, you know, no. put anybody in jeopardy or anything like that. Um, all right, I want to close with this. I want to ask you and your beautiful wife, Julie, over there, who I saw walk in the door. Give me some of your top picks on restaurants, both here, around the area. And so what are your, so when you're going out, when you're a jeweler saying, let's go out, go, let's go someplace. I, you know what? It doesn't even have to be, you know, the first time we went out, I'll tell you where we went. We went to uh, Uncle Julio's Rio Grande in, okay. in uh, Arlington. Okay. And the reason why we went there, it's on Fairfax Drive. My wife and I, we lived above the, above the metro station. Sure. We lived there for eight years. My daughter was born there. And so the first three years we lived down there. And we used to go to Rio all the time because my daughter loved, they don't have it now. I'm a little disappointed, but they had all this taxidermy and Christmas lights. Yeah. And it was, you know, became yeah, yeah, like yeah. a thing. Where it, was it was, it distracted my daughter so we right. could get some, get so we some, some food. Yeah, here. get some food. And, um, but anyways, we had a really great time. We sat on the patio out there. Uh, you know, recently we just went out to um, uh, State Asylum, which is over in Union Market in D.C., which is uh, a very contemporary type steakhouse type restaurant. Okay. Really good vegetables and, and starches. And, and what's it called? Um, St. Anselm. Write that down. In, in uh, Union Market. <laughs> this guy starts spitting out restaurants. Write that. No, down. no, that's good. that's very good. Yeah. Um, but you know, my wife and I always went down. Um, DC all the time for dinner because we always want to see what's going on, sure. especially on Sunday and Monday nights. But you know, you know, I got a good friend Jonathan Crin over at Clarity. He does a really good job. Uh, he's working really hard. Uh, his staff's working hard. He's, you know, we're all trying to figure out, you know, what's the best method to do anything. And you know, John's great. He has like six things going. I don't know how he has all has them all going, but he has a team that obviously can support it, which right. is the key. Right. And um, he's doing a really good job. And it's um, nice to see. We were over there the other night and. Uh, and we sat there for, for, you know, I don't know, it was a half hour, you know. And so we had a reservation. We're sitting there for a half hour. We're not going to get seats. So we, we left. I think we went to Bon Riders or something. But it's nice to see that it's packed and you can't get in. Right. You know, because when you go in and you see two couples, you know we're not going to be here very long. Yeah. You know, because that's not enough to support the quality that, that you know, we're hoping to have. So, yeah, to be honest with you, you know, I got in with, I'm like, John, you're killing me, man. But, you know, in all, all in all, that's a great sign. Yeah. You, know, you can't fit us in, fun. Okay, fun. I'll go somewhere else. But it's like, whoo, everybody's we had back. That, we had it's that, like we're going to keep our restaurants. We had that issue on Friday night, last Friday night. We were, we were sold out, yeah. fortunately. 
And, you know, so I, I said earlier, maybe we have, you know, 18 to 20 tables at any given time. So we do two seating. So that's right. 36 tables. Well, the weather was really nice last Friday and people who we figured would stay two hours, two hours and 15 minutes now stay three hours. Now all of a sudden the second seating was getting backed up. Right. And people were getting agitated. Right. And, you know, we, we uh, you know, fortunately I have a great wife who, you know, makes sure that, you know, being accommodated with a little, a little Prosecco, a little a bit, a little hors d'oeuvre, a little food, something to take the anger away. Sure. But we know we're all hungry. Or take the edge off. Better. Yeah, to take the and edge off. And Relax. Julie, I love you. Yeah. Give me the yeah. <laughs> Point to the people we, that are close to leaving. I'll take care of yeah. them. We want to do, uh, you know, just the, the relax them a little bit. And, and, and everyone did relax. They just, you know. Because we are who we are, and we, you know we're all very, um, you know, we all work very hard. We can be aggressive at times. Sometimes you go out and you're still in that mode, even though when you go out to dinner, you should be relaxed. You're with yeah. people you love, and and I went to over the table. And I said, guys, look, here's this, here's that, and I said, really, you guys, you got four great couples here. Enjoy yourselves, man. You're, you're here. There's no, yeah, there's no, there's no more rights. <laughs> and they're not home. Yeah. You're not a mask on. Come on, loosen up a little bit. And it, it worked out great. They were very happy. And they yeah. So you know. It's those kind of things, and I and I understand. It. Isn't it crazy? Sometimes you say, you know, we don't have enough business to come back. I got too much business. It's like, hey, man, let's relax and enjoy it. Have a cocktail. But I did. <laughs> I said the same thing you said. I go, don't you think people? I thought people would be happy if they had to wait 15, 20 minutes for a table. I mean, yeah. I don't. I, I. You know. Well, you're never happy because you're like hungry. You're well, like, my my motto is I I rather even if I have to wait 15, 20 minutes before you can go into a bar and have a drink, which made it much easier. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. now you can't. So I understand, but. I would much rather wait half an hour than walk into a restaurant with two tables. Yeah. Because I, I, I want to make sure the food, the key is you want to go to busy restaurants because you want the food moving. It's the key. You, All right, so give me one other great restaurant you like around, around this area. Well, I'm going to give you, I'm going to going to DC. You know, I can't I'm gonna, I'm gonna, across I'm that I'm going to give you two things where, you know, for, for pizza that we use. You know, I grew up in New Jersey and pizza was a huge deal for me. And yeah. I think the best pizza is Jersey, not New York. Because I think it's like the pizza's a little crisper, a little, a little better. Here we go, the old Jersey, New York pizza. But I got New York right here. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Julie, you sorry. and Patrick take it outside a little bit. Yeah. All right. So, but I, I, I where's their Jersey my, pizza? My, my my friend Marty, who uh, runs Church Street Pizza over here, yep. right on our block. Yep. He does a beautiful thin crust pizza. It's never too thick. And that's what I said when I talked to him very beginning. I said, just keep it thin, keep it thin, so it gets crispy and right. bacon's fried ovens. And something that and he does a really good job, and he's been consistent now. I think they've been open for almost 10 years. Right, and they're also Lombardi's. So it's Church yes. Street Pizza and Lombardi's delivers. Yes. And uh, a new place that just opened up in Jam and Java that, that I like a lot personally because I'm, I'm celiac. So I can't have pizza anymore. So I look for gluten-free pizzas. And over at Union Pie, over in Jam and Java, they just put it in about two or three months ago. Yeah. And they do a really nice gluten-free pizza. I get the white pizza, and for me, the arugula. So, what do they do over in Jam and Java? Are they still playing, going to play music? No, they have. They... It's just an. Uh, it's an addition to. It's an addition to. So they put in a pizza place that can make some money. So because they're pizza. adapting too, because they're not yeah. doing music, you know, live concerts and live shows they used to do all the time. Or yeah. if they are, they're much smaller. Right. But they're 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 creative over there. They have a music school, so you know. Yeah. This is what we all have to do. We're doing Everybody's stuff. Got it. We're doing stuff we never thought we'd be doing. Hey man, I'm, I'm sorry, never thought you adapt or die. You know what I mean. <laughs> Dying's not an option, so what do we got to do? That's right. That's right. I mean, it really is funny. I see Julie all the time. We're together. Da, 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 you know, running around. And now, you know, you don't do that. You do things through Zoom, and you do things, you know, and you do it remotely, and you're all pretty happy, right? Things yes. are going pretty good. Yes. So, um, all right. And one other thing, 
I do go to Virginian for breakfast. I love Virginia. <laughs> I'm gonna settle that, this that, one that's more time. That's my girl. That's the, I, I do. I do go over there for breakfast. I want to hear any about this pancake. Best pancake. Best pancakes are in the Virginian. I've been eating there since I was eight years old. That was a long time ago. But the pancakes at Virginian are. Awesome. You know the reason why I go? Potatoes. The potatoes. The, the hash browns, potatoes. They're they're, they're they're the best. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. anyone can do some fried eggs, but you have those potatoes with fried eggs. If you're going to go to Virginia, I'm going to give you a little tip, okay? You got to get there before 9 o'clock. If you get there after 9 o'clock, kids are there. So then you got mommy, and then you're like, oh, my God, that's killing me. So get there at 8 o'clock. Get there before the kids show up. Have your pancakes or your fried, eggs, fried uh, potatoes and yes. all that other good stuff. But here I was looking for, you know, these fabulous restaurants somewhere. What do I get? A Virginian and Lombardi's what? Pizza. Thanks, Patrick. You're killing me, man. No, no. There we go. Well, I, I think you, you got to, the, these, are, these are the restaurants. I told you the restaurants that I'm going to now. It is funny. And it, is, it is so funny. And that's why I think this is good. People get to know you. But you would think that the, the celebrity chef is off lining and dining and he's eating the Virginian. Yeah. And he's eating Lombardi's pizza. Yeah. You know, and he's a Jersey guy and he's he's promoting Jersey, you know. Absolutely. Uh, well, pizza. I think the, I think those cool. are the restaurants that are the core of the town. Yeah. Uh, it's great to have fancy restaurants and stuff, but the, the, the ones that are the restaurants that people can afford on a daily basis every day. Right. Which we try to do here at, at, at our restaurant. And you have to figure out how to do that if you want to come here every day. You can order appetizers or entrees or dessert, have a glass of wine and appetizers. You can do so many things. You right, know? right. Um, but I think, I think you know, I really want to, you know, with the local restaurants, and they all tried and true. They they all do something very well. Yeah. And they're, That's they're community. yeah, they're a big and they part of it. they give back to the community, don't they? Like they're the most, they give back to the most to the community. They do. I mean, you know, I don't know, probably, you know, lot of money when you go into the end and say, hey, send uh, 150 chili dogs over here, send 100 chili dogs over there, you go to Anita's and send breakfast burritos to a lot of different places. So I would say in the normal times, we, we donate to local charities anywhere from 20 to 30,000. And that's schools, most, you know, schools and all the other events that, that come into play. If you haven't been to a Basin's catered party, you need to book Basin's catering. <laughs> because I'm just going to tell you that when we do that, like we did it for an open house in Julie King, some of the most fabulous food I've ever seen. Too much food, couldn't eat all that food, didn't have enough people eat all that food, but it was awesome. And um, I know that uh, we have a bunch of babies coming, so we'll be booking more. But if you book, what did I have? I had a baby uh, shower. If you book a baby shower, you better put a cap on a mimosas. She was going to be handing out. So I'm looking at it. It's like 170 oh. mimosas on a bunch of you're, you're baby telling, parts. You're telling a dirty you're little secret me, right here. <laughs> the next time I book, baby shower over there, there's a cap. No cap. I don't care what you show because I'm the one that's paying attention. Put a cap on it. Why don't we just say two cases of Prosecco and we'll just go from there. If you guys are looking, if you're looking for a great place to have dinner, cater, get something brought out to your house, the virus is dying down. Let's loosen up a little bit. Great safety protocol here. So go to one of your great Vienna restaurants. Support local. No need to go to Fairfax. You can support local. we got plenty of great places right here. 
Come have a nice night out at Bayview. Sit outside. If you haven't been here, you've got to be here. It is It is one of, to, to me, I, I would say, if, you know, girls like, okay, well, where's the best place you can go and have some dinner? You know, I like, we like to go to the bar at Bonnerati. It's got a nice little bar to have, have some stuff. But the backyard here at Bayview is awesome. I mean, you guys did a magnificent job. And I know, Julie, that you're running around trying to, you know, it's raining, and these are my best tables. These are $1,200 tables, you know. And I know that's how we started. Really crazy. But, um, you know, we will look back on this someday and laugh, I hope. And I hope we still will have that backyard because I think that's the best place to eat in Vienna right now is in the backyard of Basie. So Can I give sure one, one little shout-out to sure. uh, Maryfield Gardens, Kevin sure. over at Maryfield? Absolutely. They did a uh, it was funny when they said we can open up a patio they they gave us 10 days basically yeah which usually most times would take three to four months six months planning right but we had 10 days to figure it out between my landlord between kevin between us between staffing and all that and i'm telling you kevin and his team came over in one day they came in and they made my back they they just up they they um Added the icing to the cake because yeah. we already did all the painting and all the, the putting the lattice work. The, but when Kevin came in and started dropping all the plants and, and, uh, and the arrangements of everything, it really he brought it all came together. He's a Vienna guy, man. Come on, go. coach him at uh, Vienna BYI football. You guys, <laughs> you guys all Vienna. Just pick up the phone and call Mary Football. Dev, Dev will take care of it. Yes. Right. Well, Patrick, I really appreciate it. I shake your hand and hug you. Uh, maybe give you a kiss if you want to drive virus around, but I'm, I'm going to stay away from that. All right. You've been watching Coffee with Casey. Um, next month, we may do it from uh, Cafe Amore. We don't know where we're going, but we're definitely going mobile. So thank you for joining us. We'll see you again next week. We are call it, we're coming here live from Basin's on Church Street. Thanks.